I wanted to start off the episode by wishing you a happy Father's Day. As my dad, I couldn't be more proud to be your son. So thank you, Ryan. Uh, son, thank uh, you for this opportunity to join you and your friends <laughs> on on your computer streaming. You like to get on there and have time for gaming with a lot of your internet friends. I know you haven't been too successful making friends in real life. I take responsibility for that. As your father, I clearly wasn't there for you enough and teaching you how to throw a football 200 yards is something I failed to do. And I failed you as a child. And and now I, now I'm drinking Bud Light and living in South Florida. You, you've clearly been on a diet of some of the highest soy containing soy <laughs> ingredient foods marketed uh, to children um, to corrupt them, to bring down their, not just their, uh, intelligence but also their testosterone welcome to the garbage juice and i'm just happy to welcome you back on father's day it's been seven weeks i'd say since our last recording um a lot has happened in that time and as an only child my natural inclination is to start talking about myself immediately all the things i've done all the places i've gone all of my feelings and thoughts everything I want to talk about, because that's how I was raised by you, dad. But I want to actually turn this back to you, because I think you've gone through some significant life changes in the past seven, let's call it seven and a half, seven, eight weeks, something like that. I think I would be really excited to hear what's going on with you. Okay, well, uh, to start off, here I am, we, here we are um, recording for the first time in the basement the the juice boys uh juicement i guess is what we could call it <laughs> it's been quite a long road to get here for those of the seen hbo's silo we are the the bottom feeding layer we're at the at the base of this um dystopian present time uh what could be maybe uh a quarter mile down below the surface of the earth. We do not know why we are here. We do not know who built the silo and why we are underground. We only know the world outside our sanctuary is death. Um, <laughs> I'll be down here relegated to churning out sizzling summer content. Um, now that we're finally in, finally into the new house, it's, it has been a long time, um, since we got in the mix, got our hands dirty with juicy content for all of our loyal fans. Uh, what is it? What are we, uh, June, the month of June. Yeah. We're coming out here. It's folks. It's, it's how, Sunday. How accurate is the, is the calendar you keep in your basement, you know, where you cross off days. Day, right. days are now different um it's irrelevant uh we yeah, do whatever right. we do whatever we can down here to keep saying uh yeah here, folks it's sunday the 18th um we hope everyone's june is going well mine of course uh filled with three weeks basically of moving here underground in the in our new life under deep under the surface of the earth um <laughs> have i've had i've had some uh some work going on we're in the summer season of concerts 
wearing a t-shirt right now for Dead and Company. Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead members, those still alive. <laughs> the old guy, Bob Weir. Yeah, very old man. Uh walked right by me as I was backstage just trying to take a nap on some old uh <laughs> amplifier cases. <laughs> And I got up and I I was like walking. I didn't see him behind me and his giant bodyguard nearly pushed me to the ground because he thought I was a threat. Uh, that's a fun that's a fun little show there. They still have a festival that follows them around. Have you tried listening to the Grateful Dead? This <laughs> is similar to like a Comic-Con every concert. There's just a bunch of people that follow and get into, to dress up character and everything. They have, uh, I guess... You know, listeners, feel free to correct me here. They have, I guess, what this called is like a shakedown street. Uh, a nod to, I think, one of their songs or at least a line in their song. No, I think that is a song. That's a track by them. And um, it's basically a tailgate. So it's in the parking lot of where people are going to be parked for this event. And tons of people set up tents. Interesting thing. We're walking by the tents and people are selling alcohol drinks at their tent. They're selling nice. cheeseburgers. They're selling Stouffer's French bread pizzas that some guy's making on his little uh, propane-powered air fryer or something. I thought it was pretty cool. It was hot as shit that it's day. It's like community. It's mm-hmm. like a community of... Yeah. And then, I, I, I was talking more about not the people, but the music itself for me. And, and you know, we go way back in our musical taste. I think we both have deep respect for each other and how much we care about music. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just a bunch of bleeps and bloops, you know? <laughs> the analog bleeps and bloops, though. It, right. it, it isn't, um, maybe some of our listeners would hear that and think bleeps and bloops. Oh, you mean bass necker, uh, the king of all musicians. <laughs> <laughs> No, this this is um, some analog, it's just good old drums and guitars and an organ. They got they got boards. They they got they got plenty of tech to bring in the bleeps and bloops. But they do have um, an interesting twist, plot twist. Uh, and again, those that are that are deadheads, those are the real heads. They're going to know this, of course. But John Mayoral, John Mayer is the lead he's he's the jerry garcia figure he's lead guitar um Wait, and john mayer plays with the grateful dead yeah see no yeah see i think i think you could probably in any anyone can use this at home you could kind of see how how maybe your co-workers how much they party if you're not really sure about your, the social life of a co-worker the private life um you could say, hey, did you know that John Mayer is leading the Grateful Dead on Dead & Co? What is the, the rest of the Grateful Dead? Is Dead & Co like the, the surviving members of that organization? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I'm I, I'm yeah. not aware, so. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay. They, they've been doing this since 2015? Exactly. What? Exactly. Man, I had no, I never knew that. Almost as long as we've been going at it. <laughs> man that's uh, wild what what trivia what what an excellent trivia question you know what who, think, who's the youngest member of dead and co 
I think people can presumably give the, give their social uh, network, their peers, a test to see how much they get out on the weekends and how much they might go uh, enjoy some extracurricular shindigs. Because again, I'm walking through, I'm there all day. Uh, and during some of the hours in the middle of the day where w- there wasn't as much going on, the um, um, of course, Dead and Co. They were already set up. The opening act had already been staged and ready to go. Uh, so we got some time to walk around the parking lot, and it is a massive lot there in the Lakewood Amphitheater, South Atlanta area, south down south of downtown. It's it's right near near the city. And there used to be a roller coaster out there. There used to be a lake, but it dried up. We get no more good things. Uh, but this amphitheater still has a massive uh, piece of property kind of like in the middle, like a valley. You know, we got significant elevation here in North Georgia. <laughs> we we get uh, we get to walking around and it is a festival. I'm hearing guys walking by coke, weed, shrooms, Molly, oh, nice. X. And I'm thinking, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Didn't, didn't bring any cash with me because I didn't know I'd be at a, I thought I was going to work, not a festival. <laughs> but that was pretty cool. Also, uh, some trivia. The lead singer of Bly, Blind Melon OD'd at this same venue in the out in the outfield. Oh, really? During a day when they got there and I guess didn't even get to the show. Or maybe it was, it was the next day or the day before. It's like the in show. the early 90s. Yeah. So. Lots yeah, he loved, he loved heroin, that guy. Lots of history in um, the Emerald City's shed of of music. They call amphitheater sheds, industry term there. Oh, okay. Well, it makes sense. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your new digs? The new house is coming along. All of the systems and um, finer touches that we put in uh, into our living spaces, uh, those, those are the things things that bring sanity and catharsis into our day-to-day folks and going without them as a modern human is truly enough to um it's enough to drive us insane um i don't think this has been a thing for all of time to you know not not be nomadic i believe that's how humans started um but here we are shackled to our units of living and our things our stuff I, we love all of our beautiful things that we carry with us and mm. i grew into a space where it was just me and then recombining the st- the stuff in the space mm. and you realize well i got a lot of bullshit with me i never really had to sort through it now but now here we are in this new space it's bigger it's basically um you know there's a window that's where i let the cats in right <laughs> That's uh, that's how they get in, and uh, goes wraps around, and and there's you know steps up here to the oh nice yeah so to the outside yeah, but you they, don't go you don't you're not you're not allowed up yeah there. it's okay there's a door over there in that corner folks I'm I'm showing the I'm panning the camera around yeah to show the dicks like it, it looks like a good place to it's hold like, a few bodies for a it's couple like nine hundred square feet. So yeah. it's the entire footprint of the house. So just above is just a two bedroom, one bath. Pretty simple. Mm. Yeah. But spacious, two bedroom, one bath. And down here, this is the man space. But but you're a property owner now. That's right. That's right. 
by proxy i have by proxy but i have put in a little bit of sweat equity folks and uh <laughs> listener you don't have to be financially competent you just have to make do in life that's why you listen to the Maybe show the, vape, the weed vape yeah right rated vice is bedroom. what we get the bedroom so this house is it still in hapeville with an h hpv georgia here we are <laughs> If are you still in Hateville with an H? Three zero three five four. Shout out to all of our Hateville head listeners. Thank you. Are you taking it to the bedroom? Oh, we'll see. That's my assistant, um, the lovely assistant uh, on the unpaid intern of the Garbage Juice Pod. She's <laughs> she's on the payroll. <laughs> Very nice, but really as a really as a tax deduction for us, you know, not like. You know, she's recouping any payment for the services here, the Garbage Juice <laughs> Network. Um, college credits. Folks, you too can college get college credits. credits. Email, <laughs> email into the show for college credit um, inquiries and see how you too can uh, be well on your way to getting your degree in media. <clears throat> here we go. Uh, welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm Toxic Tony in the ATL. Joining me as always from his Pompano Beach penthouse, Father of the Year award winner, known as the Jewish Matthew McConaughey, but handsomer. <laughs> That's right, the Drip King himself, Big Dick Bruce. Big Dick Bruce, how are you? Hey, how you doing, folks? Uh, ever since I can remember, I've been popping my collar, popping, popping my collar, popping, popping my collar. Uh, ever since I can remember, I've been working these holes, and they better put my money in my hand. In my hand. Uh, ever in my since hand. I can remember, I've been popping my collar, popping, popping my collar, popping, popping my collar. Uh, ever since I can remember, I've been working these holes, yeah. and they better put my money yeah. in my hand. Yeah, that when they come to get bread, I got the keys to the bakery. A lot of That's right, Garbage Juice Podcast, Season 2, Episode 10. Popping our collars. We're back for some more sizzling summer podcast heat. We heard a little bit from me and my to-do. Lee, what you got going on on Father's Day? Father of the year. Today, you know, you can do Father's Day with Go Out. And you, you, you do the thing, we're going to go, we're going to have a brunch, got to reserve a spot at the restaurant, you know, have my parents come, the kids, the grandparents, me, my wife. And then you say to hell with it all. I'm going to go out, I'm going to buy some fresh ingredients from Trader Joe's, and we're going to make a shukshuka. You know about shukshuka, Ryan? Oh, oh, I want to hear this. I am, uh, world travelers will know as they're listening in, shukshuka is a beautiful brunch it's the best brunch food you can possibly have entree suitable for the king father himself so i went out i got the tomato sauce 
I got tomatoes, cucumbers, because uh, you you got to make salad with it too. You got to make the 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 Middle Eastern the the Mediterranean salad with the chopped tomatoes and the chopped cucumbers and the chopped onions with olive oil on it. A little tahina, tahini, tahina. There, there it is. Yeah, you know that's the that's the side dish right there. But the shakshuka is that kind of you put a bunch of tomato sauce and tomatoes in a pan. You just cook it up, put a bunch of spices in there. All right. A little parsley, things like that. Um, and then you fry an egg on top of it, basically. Right. You yeah. cook an egg in that tomato. Now, what you can also do is you can add in marguez sausages, right? Now, these are beef sausages, kosher beef sausages. They're incredible, right? Again, mm. this is going to be your, t this is a very Tunisian, like North African, Algerian type dish. This is, the best food you can have in the morning. Have a little pita bread in there, some hummus, right? Hummus, put the, you actually put the shakshuka in the pita. So you take this egg, which has been cooked, you put it in the pita, you throw a bunch of the tomato sauce on top that you cooked, and uh, you have hummus in there, some more hina, tahini, and it is the best food you can have in the morning. You have that, I had a couple white claws, uh, some rosé, you know, made it classy. And honestly, I couldn't have had a better day, uh, Father's Day than that. Because if you go out and you go do the whole thing, the whole charade, let's say, here, I'm out with my family. Let's take some Instagram photos. Let's all look like we're having fun. It's fu it's not fun. There's nothing fun about it. You're trying to keep your, your kid from running around and throwing things on the table. And grandparents are sitting there all quiet and there's a bunch of other families and their kids are going wild and you know the the food isn't quite great because the kitchen's so rushed there's there's a, a huge rush of people coming in when the when the place opens everyone's coming for father's day you're just not getting the best restaurant experience on these type of days it's best to stay home and to be in your own family restaurant in your fucking home right that's the that's the original family restaurant right there and then have a nice meal with your family we uh the kids kids played outside you know grandparents went home everyone was happy and we saved a bunch of money and had a great meal you know obviously the wife had to cook but hey it's father's day right get get in the kitchen go get in the kitchen you know what i mean facts bro i'm glad you mentioned that part <laughs> hey hey on mother's day i'll be in the kitchen myself right but on father's day yes equality what better of a topic for the show today? Um, what guys want? Ladies, uh, we got a lot of female listeners. I know that this is a, we're a big uh, <clears throat> respecter of women online show. Uh, ladies, if you're if you're wondering, if you're listening to this and you're you're thinking about how to um, make the best decisions and please your future partner, and you're thinking about future uh, Father's mm -hmm. Day, uh, mm -hmm. anyone listening? In right now, of course, take note if you're still wondering. Um, for for our West Coast listeners, this is still before 8 p.m. What do what do men want? The last thing your guy wants is to go out for a an, maybe an attended breakfast that turns into a late breakfast or a brunch or lunch or dinner because those restaurants are going to be ran through. It's not going to be fun. He's not going to want to go. Believe me. I know. I know what he's thinking. I'm old enough 
to be most of your fathers. And I, as, someone, <laughs> as someone that's been on earth this long, I can tell you that I'm surrounded by guys of my age all day long. Real dads out there, real dad heads also will know you don't want to be stuck in a place where you're going to have to deal with some incompetence or less than par for the vibe type ambiance. I don't want to have to be concerned with waiting in a place that has the odor of, of a, a public urinal. I don't want to be in a place that I'm going to have to listen to someone else's opinion, which I know for a fact my opinion is going to be like 10 times better. And then I would be maybe be in that position where I think to myself, do I need to go over there and explain it to them why this is wrong? I don't. I don't want to have to uh, be on the 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 shit end of getting a bad meal and then have to bring it up to the bartender where, where we're sitting at the bar and say, "Hey, um, this was a good pizza because you guys are a pizza place." But does anyone ever talk about how chewy it is? Is it supposed to be burnt to where you can't chew through it and it hurts? And then the but you want to you want to specify hey look i'm i thought it was pretty tasty it was just i felt like i'd been sucking off a bowling ball for the past half an hour now because my jaw is hurt from trying to chew just two slices of deep dish uh, no, excuse me detroit style pizza this happened to darlene and i today uh also uh darlene wishes you a happy fathers day she wanted to spread that on i appreciate too. that i appreciate that Dar and darlene is a sweet woman and i thank her for that and let me say i know guys ladies listeners guys dads they want your ass to give them the the permission by way of gifting them the opportunity to go to the store and make something for the family because they're going to do it better it's going to taste better, and and we love better. Your kids, your family, friends, your company, let dad cook what he wants and shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> For once, quit your fucking demands. There's every... <laughs> now, I know... I know Ryan sounds sarcastic. I know you sound sarcastic here to some folks. Like it, to long-term listeners, they think Ryan's sarcastic here. This is you being as brutally honest as you possibly can. Absolutely. This is as truthful as you can be. Yeah. I do a lot of goofs, bits, and spoofs, but I'm serious here, folks. Dad will want you to know this. Don't don't get him this gift card don't put that reservation in don't don't force that and then and then say well do you dad we go? got a we got a reservation at applebee's for you you ready to go you got a reservation at, at shoney's you what and then they say yeah i put a reservation in an hour ago so we're probably near the midpoint if you and, <laughs> and then don't say that while i'm taking a shit and then walk away and then say, oh, well, do you want to go? And then I have to say, no, I'm tired. I don't want to do shit. I'd rather go to the grocery store before 
the miles get ran through. Because God knows if you're going to the store on a Sunday, you're going through the most ran through shopping aisles you can imagine. I got there at 9.30 sharp. Aisles were clear. There are a few folks rummaging around. Some old people, you know, that have been up for six or seven hours already, right? It's the middle of the day. It's around 9, 9.20, you know. But I have my own, you know, I, I can maneuver. I can. I have to do a lot of backtracking because obviously, you know, my wife, she had said she tried to put the list in order of the path that I would go through, through the supermarket, which is thoughtful. Whoa, this is... How did you train? How did you train her to do this? <laughs> is she smart? Is she is she a part robot? You know, you, you you can just find them this way. You know. However, yeah. Well, as strong as the idea was, the execution was not on the same level. Have you hooked your wife up to AI generator <laughs> text prompt? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to, I'm trying to go through my bit here, Ryan. No, so I, I it's it's classic I'm Jewish observational humor. Okay, classic observational humor. Yes, continue. But the list wasn't in that order. It was wow. all over the place, and there were things in there, you know, because obviously French is her first language. Oh, there are things in there that are like she wrote the word spread. Just the word spread as one of the items on the list, right? <laughs> now you ask, what is spread? I mean, from from a Jewish perspective, I think spread like a cream cheese, right? Yeah. I mean, like like from a New Yorker, like a New York Jew, like I want a bagel and some spread, you know? But but you'd I, I think you'd still have to specify that. And again, she doesn't come from that area of the world comes from another country. So what could spread possibly mean, right? It, it really perplexed me for some time. In fact, I tried to figure it out myself. No, uh, sending a text message in that moment or, or we're trying well, to... I, I did. No, I called her, said, baby, um, what is... You know, and again, there's there's things that are written in French, some English, some a lot of you know spell. Obviously, spelling errors is okay. You know, I can barely write anything in another language. Yeah, I'd be. But no what good is at spread? That. What is spread? Hmm. She said, "Never mind," and she just hung up. <laughs> you know, like like I wasn't <laughs> capable enough. You know, like she was disappointed that she would have to explain it to me, right? Well, once. Once they do the move where they say, "It's okay, we'll speak, we'll speak in English," it's that is fine. <laughs> no, let's no, let's speak in English. I speak, and then she already did that to you. So then, mm -hmm. it was it was very confusing for me because I I really she gave me a test. You know, does she? Because she's referring to something in her culture. She's not stupid she's referring to something in in her world you know where spread is obvious right but that she would have to take three seconds to explain it to me was just so upsetting she was just just continue on with the rest of the list basically and bring bring home what you bring bring home what you can 
is probably the best thing, right? Like I know you're barely capable of putting items from a list in a cart and bringing it back to our location. Just find what you can. <laughs> hey, you know what? Going to the grocery store is a lot of work. It's tough. Yeah, you got you got so many distractions. You got again so many grocery stores with shelves that are barren and ran through. It is a challenge. And you know what? You got to put the headphones in. I don't want anyone talking to me. You got to yeah. be focused. Yeah, it's like a work. It's like you're going to lift weights. You don't want anyone bothering you. You want to be focused on the sport. Well, also listening to the show. Hopefully, uh, you listener might be walking through the aisles of a grocery store. And you're thinking to yourself, yeah, listen to this podcast is probably one of the best things I could be doing right now because it helps me stay focused. A big part of our show is being focused, staying on point, mm -hmm. having having that focus and, and driving it home that, you know, we're all about getting shit done. The grocery store, though, even if you have a uh, juice mindset, even if you're well prepared, if you're going in there fully loaded in confidence with headphones there's variables and then what you gotta time in going back there or then uh is it it's just something you gonna think oh i'll get to it and then it wears on you and it's exhausting because you missed one ingredient or they didn't have something or maybe there's multiple places you gotta go to get the ingredients i just say break that shit up i go multiple times throughout the week <laughs> Darlene's like a once and done. She she'd prefer, I think, but uh no, I'd like to be going to the market every day. I'd like to be working on the show two to three hours a week, and then <laughs> the rest is my time to go to the grocery store for six and a half to seven hours every day <laughs> to pick out the best ingredients. And I believe that um with the right technology improvements, I believe that we can get there as a nation. We have what it takes. We have some of the biggest and best minds out there and the think tanks and trusts, the brain trusts <laughs> of society. We, uh, But the show itself, is we are a brain trust. And um, again, the, the getting through the grocery store thing, it's a lot of work. It's very stressful. Did she want to say this? Did she think maybe you were going to another chain, another store? Did she have a different map in her head? No, it's a fair question, but she knew exactly where I was going. A place that she goes to multiple times a week. Generally, she's very that place. So like it's a no excuses. She's just fucking with you. To show you who's top dog. She's shit testing. Yeah. Me. Yeah, for sure. She's ah, shit testing. Me. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. But even before then, because she was going to go to the supermarket beforehand. And then I was like, no, it's Father's Day. Let me go. Let me get away from you people for just a, a fleeting moment. Just a fleeting moment. Let me get away in the morning. Let me go do something just away from you in a in a different place. And so I go and I make that request. She says, yeah, that's great. Go for it. Um, oh, I have to put my list in English. Okay. Like basically thinking like, oh, I have to now put in effort to 
I'm like, no, I, you know, I understand a lot of French. And she just kind of looked at me and shook her head and started writing the list on WhatsApp in English, you know. So that that was even before then, <laughs> it was a power play move, right? Yeah. Like I already had this written at the higher level that I'm operating, but since your weak ass needs to go somewhere else for a few moments, I need to be inconvenienced to translate all of this for your caveman brain. So you could pick the things out of this grocery store and bring them home, you know. That's just how I think about it. I yeah. You, yeah. We're I mean, we're we are pieces of shit, all of us guys, and how dare you? That's right. Great relationship advice is what we're known for. And we love we love jumping into segments about uh bettering your partnership and great great ideas from well from uh myself, Ryan and Lee. And we're always tuned and hip to the tightest theories on getting away from your family, checking mm-hmm. out from obligations, <laughs> uh, hanging out. So so if you go to the grocery store, I'm going to have to be here with the kids for what, like an hour? Yeah, I'm going to go and do that myself. Yeah, at least an hour. Sometimes you got to get a lot of ingredients. <laughs> at least an hour. Sometimes traffic be hella thick. I couldn't find everything at this one place. I had to go somewhere else. I had to, I had to hit Publix. Everything wasn't at Trader Joe's. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I'd love to be able to shop at a, a, market, a fucking farmer's market. That's the word. That, that sounds great. No, no need to brag, but I did that a lot in Tel Aviv. I mean, that's the advantage of living in a big city is that you you don't have to go and load up like you're like you're preparing for an apocalyptic event. You can say, "Look, I'm going to buy three apples and a piece of cheese, and I'll be back tomorrow in case I'm hungry." Right? Yeah. And it's just walking around the corner. It's just like ah, I don't. I don't want to commit to all of it. I don't need it all. Usually it's just me cooking. You know, it's just two people. You don't need nearly as much, even. Maybe incentive to have more family. Maybe it's maybe incentive to cook more. Big grocery forcing us to get into families. <laughs> Big grocery out there jamming people up into um cramped living spaces by population increase any continuation of the uh, father's day extravaganza i took a lot of time for myself again i if there's any only children who listen to this show you need a lot of self time as an only you've been left alone so much no no one that that you you require it just want to sit in a room and just no one else for some time so i i took some of that time today that was very good um and again father's day just gives me that excuse to be like yeah i'm gonna go over there for a few minutes just stay over there you know we went to the pool like we played with the kids in the pool and the community pool was nice like we we had a nice afternoon nice morning but then took a little nap you know, that was 
Sunday nap. You can't. I think any dad listening to this is going to relate. Absolutely. Just don't. Just let me. Just give me the thirty minutes, forty minutes, five minutes of peace. Thank you. Nothing better than that. I had two people wish me a happy Father's Day today. <laughs> I stole that valor. I gobbled it right uh, up. I said, yeah, thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Not enough people are saying it. Thank you, cashier at Walgreens. Thank you. Oh, you're talking about people in the street. People out and about. Yeah, absolutely. Randos. People that, that you come across. Amazing. The, the city individual. And this bright metropolis that is Atlanta, South. You know what they're telling you? Telling you you have all the characteristics to be a dad, to be a father. You got the beard. I thought that too. You got the looks. Yeah. You got the attitude. You got the body type. That it just says this man has had, has procreated. with a woman at some point you know what now what that, he's saying is this guy fucks that yeah now that i think now that i'm hearing you say it i'm thinking fuck yeah that's exactly what they say <laughs> my man over here is a certified pussy getter you could just tell <laughs> look at him he's definitely fathered <laughs> He has, He's sired children. He's made father upon, made father upon lady, as it's scriptured in the Bible. Ain't other, no other way about it, you know. So that's what they're saying to you, and I think that's a fine compliment. They probably were asking for, basically wanting to get my me to ask them for their phone number. Basically, they were women. These two, yeah. So, oh yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, age. Both of them smoking hot. Probably models, if I had to guess. There must be, I'm trying to think of a smooth way to transition that, to be like, thank you, I'm not yet a father, would you like to help me become one? Mm. Right there, through that. (laughs) The first thing you say... Yeah. <laughs> That's great advice. <laughs> See, uh, uh, last night, the artist Noah Khan came through, worked that one, held the um, held the illustrious title as Cable Page, and that's basically guy that holds the cord behind the camera at front of the stage while the camera guy is doing action shots and running back and forth along the front of the stage and I'm the bitch that was gathering up the cable real quick and then letting it all go out and then gathering it back up 
And that artist, Noah Kahn, he identified himself as a guy that grew up and at the age of eight, his parents put him in therapy. And he said one of his big turning and coming to age moments was at 23, he decided to stop being a piece of shit to the therapist and start being real and start being honest. He said, folks, if it, it wasn't until then that I decided that I grew as a person, as I opened up 23 years old, and there's a lot of stigma on mental health and anyone out here that's privileged enough to go to therapy, make it your opportunity and tell your friends about it. There's nothing wrong. This is a song I wrote about it. Chord chime. I'm remembering. I promise to forget you now. But it's raining and I'm calling drunk. And my medicine is drowning your perspective out. So I ain't taking any fall. This crowd looked like a crowd of folks that would be maybe at a Taylor Swift concert. A lot mm. of lot of younger women. Younger mm -hmm. women probably just graduating from high school, just into college. Thrilled as heck to be there. This guy, I had no idea what to expect. Late 20s, I guess. And I don't know where this music comes from, but there is a lot of it out there. And I think that the, the folks in the Garbage Juice Conspiracy Lab might want to do a, a deep dive onto what factory and asia this music is being pumped out of just on an assembly <laughs> line this is some ai generative type music making and it's the singer songwriter band folksy um i'm 24 and i'm in my like bluesy melancholy e um depressive i drink too much and i'm a piece of shit phase mm. but i'm 23 mm. and i know i've now seen the depths of life and there's I, so much deep meaning and it it was like every song was like this and the crowd was fucking loving it they loved like every song don't you wish banger. you could hang out with this guy i would i would want to hang out with them for two oh hours oh my god and oh i would god. put on a led zeppelin dvd of their live concert and i would say now watch this and tell me what you're doing is entertaining. Also, turn them on to that good shit. This is, this was like <laughs> dorm. This was dorm room. It's dorm room music. <laughs> it's the emotional peak. Of I've never heard of this still... guy. I've I've never heard of him. I'm I'm proud to admit that. I guess. I mean, I listened for a second while you're talking about him to his music. Well, he's a fellow chosen um, one. He identifies as Jewish heavily. Um, was, men cool. was mentioning it a lot on stage, so I think there was pro was possibly uh, reflected in his fan base. Base, so maybe there's some inside circles uh, trading these downloads around. The guy's from Vermont, also, so. Not you know, don't really meet too many Vermont people. i it's very rare you meet yeah. anyone from Vermont. Your you could go your yeah. whole life without meeting someone from Vermont. There's probably only like four to six thousand people that live there. Something like that. 
I mean, listeners, if you're familiar with the state Vermont, somewhere in New England, give us a shout. Uh, write us on uh, online. How many people live in the state of Vermont, USA? I, I think I only know one person that's actually even been to Vermont. Right, like, like it's such a. But people that go to Vermont, the vacation in Vermont, they get the VT stickers. You know, they have this sticker that you put in your car, like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Vermonter." There's like this green VT sticker you put on the. Um, What's the capital of Vermont? Rear of your car. I believe it's Montpellier. Yeah, I was gonna say like Nova Scotia. <laughs> Speaking about Canada, I was just in Canada for the first time ever. I was hey? in Yeah. I was in Toronto. And I thought Toronto was a beautiful city, very safe, very clean, walkable, extremely walkable. Um like a Chicago without all the worries, you know, like you walk around Chicago and you're a little anxious, right? Same size city, same type of city. Chirac. Yes. Even, even in the downtown, you're like, mm, you know, you're not, you're not going on alert. Just, you know, in Toronto, you're like, yeah, none of these people I need to worry about. It's okay. You know, weed is completely legal there, which I didn't know. Totally legal. Bonus. Head shops are uh, everywhere, all over the place. Um, really easy to get stuff there. And their money is like fake money, basically. You know? I'm listening. It, it It's, I think it's 30% less than a dollar, you know? Like a Canadian... Uh, what do they call them? I guess they call them dollars also, but uh... listeners, if anyone is familiar with the nation the of Canada, they called it they called it the loony. Okay, L O N I E, which is which is just perfect for Canada. They got their loonies up there. They're about thirty percent less than the dollar. So when you have American dollars, you feel like a superior type of human being as well in this society you're like yeah this is all great i hear this dollar is just your your money it doesn't it's not worth anything right maybe it's a it's the the heritage in me being let loose there a little bit but you know so strange it was, a, it was like a land strange place it was a really it's strange very place it's very foreign to reality, you know. No one. It's like if you landed no in a nation. parallel dimension of yeah. the United States, right? Yeah. Like if you got sucked through a wormhole and spit out into the upside down parallel dimension, where it's like, yeah, this, a lot of this is familiar, but a lot of it is just different, right? You guys don't say things the right way. You have these weird dollars that no one ever knows anything about. Um, your license plates look a little different. And they they allowed that area to speak French. Yeah. They allowed now the signs are in French and English too. They allowed 
they just allowed that to happen. Uh, they said, okay, that, that'll be all right. We'll uh, be okay with that. And then the, the ones that do still hold out on just speaking French there, like, what are they doing? Okay, but touche to them, though, for holding strong. Juice mindset right there. Ryan, what's been going on recently in the world? Big news. Um, our big boy, Donald Trump, has seen indictments thrown his way. We've got beautiful images coming from his uh, one of his many estates um, worldwide, but this one in South Florida. Boxes of documents in some of the most beautiful rooms known to the hottest professional type interior designers they'll tell you that yes you should have a chandelier in your bathroom they'll tell you wait you know this is a perfectly like look at look like i i got boxes back here <laughs> it's perfectly normal <laughs> it's perfectly normal to have boxes in your house they're not in the street <laughs> They're not in a garage with a thin, paper-thin garage door. Trump posted that on um, Truth Social, calling out, look, Biden's got 10 times this much documents in his <laughs> garage house in Delaware, wherever the fuck his garage is. And he says, it's just, and it's just behind a paper-thin door, paper-thin garage door for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> He's like... <laughs> But it's a great idea, though. You know, get people to do your bidding, I suppose, and uh, just take a crowbar to that paper thin. Test, test that door. Test that aluminum <laughs> right there. See if you can get them documents. But again, perfectly normal to have boxes. You know, people have you know we're moving. You know, stuff's going on. Um, <laughs> yeah. You think he's things are coming and going? I got stuff that I want to hold on to to show people to make them think that I'm cool too, and to just like have shit to show off. I think. It's a very natural move to want to do. Big June momentum. Um, broadcasting from a workshop space. Live on Twitter, Tucker Carlson in his suit. <laughs> I actually had a blazer down here too because I thought I need to put, I need to wear a blazer and then just hang some tools in the background. He's, he's on, he's Twitter. on Twitter doing 12-minute episodes. Oh, my just... God. He's, he's started a fucking... 12 days ago he's got a couple out they're like 10 minute clips he's got his blazer on in a woodshed dude ryan step the fuck up i gotta start dressing up for this <laughs> and then we'll put condense it down into 12 minutes and blast it onto twitter because um all, well now he's got billions of views Yes, billions, I guess. Um, or yet to be billions, but honestly, 60 million views, 60 honestly, million views. On kudos, Twitter. kudos to him to uh, getting to market first. Let me just say, of course, I put it out there over a month and a half ago that, yeah, I was going to change the studio. I, yeah, I was going to go subterranean slash workspace vibe aesthetic backdrop for filming. 
Uh, but kudos to him getting it out there first. He's been in images, I guess, of him in this workspace or home studio. Uh, it's always been quaint and very cute. He usually does a flannel. Um, good for him on keeping the suit and uh, maintaining his his professionalism. Got to imagine that there's maybe hair and makeup that comes to his workspace. Maybe it's a co co space, something or another. Um, thinking, can we can we do an episode in his woodshed? Like, would he would he take? Would we be able to pay him to do that? I think um, we can send uh, we get our people to talk to his people and see what we can put together. I would love to do that. Is this real? Joe Biden tweeted, it's about time the super wealthy start paying their fair fair share. And Elon Musk tweeted back, please give him the password so he can do his own tweets. Please, I'm begging you. Do you get get that? (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's not. Unfortunately, Joe Biden is probably not. Just sharing this for a second. I don't think that's real. I can't find it. I have about 36 accounts on Twitter. (laughs) And every time I sign up, every time I start a fresh account, the first tweet I see is one of Elon's tweets. It's the first thing that you follow. It's like when you used to get an iPhone and it would just come jam-packed with U2 songs. Contemporary U2. I remember, you remember? Do you remember MySpace? And your first friend was Tom on MySpace. Yeah. He was the creator of MySpace. Actually, I didn't think about that, but it is a, a Tom-like effect here. He's beca- he's the to- Neo Tom. The ma- he's uh, he needs to save the Matrix. He's <laughs> <laughs> coming. He's coming in. He's just hanging out online. You know. Like any one of us, doesn't he run like four or five different companies? What? How does he have time to do this? It's AI. You know, it's not like it's not like he can make more hours in the day. Um, there's that one uh, billionaire that's, uh, he's got um, his son goes to get, take his uh, blood, and he just oh the blood, blood boy. The, bl- the blood his- boy. <laughs> his son's his blood boy. Yeah. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. That's when Father's Day is uh, every day or every month. <laughs> Living forever is the goal, maybe. I think he has like $600 million or something. Yeah, I heard about it on, t- on Tim Dillon's podcast. Who'd want to live forever? Who's Who's trying to stay... In this, hey babe, we got reservations. Um, Groundhog Day of life for all of eternity. Who wants to really this... put it in longer than they have to? This guy's gonna live so long that they're gonna make those treatments mandatory mm. at some point. You know, like the government doesn't let you die. You're just you're just too fucking useful. You know, and and he's gonna be begging people like to kill him. 
Yeah. It, like he's going to live for 200 years or something. It's just going to be like, kill me now. Uh, just begging for the sweet yeah. hand of death. <laughs> Dude, these Tucker exactly. Carlson episodes have, this one has almost 100 million views. Oh, yeah, of course. Dude, it's going to have a lot of views. But he's going to have to get picked up somewhere, right? People aren't sitting down for Twitter. People are sitting down on their television. They're clicking. They want to click a remote. They they don't like it. They they you know, they go back and forth maybe. They just have the same thing on. And all of the production around it of a of a network feels much more lively. You yeah, but he was doing thing. an hour like every day. These are like he's doing ten minutes every two days. Yeah, it's like where's the rest? Two or three or five days. You know, maybe is there a subscription to more? He's setting it up to be. I'm sure. Tucker Tucker's a a businessman first and foremost. You think he he's, does this for fun? Well, does it, we're... Look, does it look like he is having fun? <laughs> no, I'm not doing this for fun. <laughs> it's just business. <laughs> he has That's uh, a lot. He's got a lot of people waiting for him to come back to TV is what I'm thinking. If he's away for too long, it's, it's not going to bode well. People will move on. There's a guy that's been writing a biography of Tucker Carlson that he read. He's got some irons in the fire. He's yeah, got, yeah. He's got exactly. something that he's working on. What a what a talented TV personality, Tucker Carlson. What a talent. If someone could do it better, they would, but they can't. You can't cuck the tuck. The Tuckerus Carl Cuckerson. Cuckistan. Whatever happened to uh ftx no one talks about you don't hear anything about that anymore right a sad little blurp absolutely uh in one ear and out the other didn't people lose like a, b- a bunch of money suckers that's probably who <laughs> <laughs> i like how twitter also like corrects tweets you know Oh, like Laura Loomer posted that the Fed dropped charges against uh, Sam Bankman-Fried in the FTX scandal. And then there's a little blurb under it like, that's not correct. Yeah, <laughs> His charges have just been moved to another year. He still faces charges this year. You know, like it basically says like this article's bullshit. So, yeah. And and I like that it swing. It goes both ways. You know, it's very... Uh, how do I say my what I've seen of it? This added context from Twitter. Yeah, it used to just be to tell you that you should take the COVID vaccine. Remember when they when they just would have like uh, it, someone would say something about COVID and the 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 libs running uh, Twitter would just put under it like you have to take your vaccine. Basically, go take your meds. CDC guidelines. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like the that com- type of stuff. What you're talking about is the community notes. And mm-hmm. community notes have been very entertaining to <laughs> to see um unfold over the, the past year of this Twitter change up. Maybe it's been less than a year, whatever. There was uh 
back and forth about like which way the community notes were going. Um, and also then seeing the community notes show up after Elon's posts. Cause he's, he's skewed himself. <laughs> like he's like, um, like 2015, like he was posting just like Democrat stuff, but then he's, going i guess like non-political and now also but then also now political he clearly he does what he wants <laughs> he's not he's actually he's actually following again just like us he's just in that juice mindset where it's very fluid and just claim whatever you want no one's gonna check it up anyways no one's looking this stuff up my governor my governor is running for election is now running for president Drill the wetlands, DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you tried these things? What is that? Zen. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell Darlene about this. She doesn't know. <laughs> I wish you could toss me one of those. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Th oh, that'll give you smooth. a jolt. Ooh, that'll give smooth. you a jolt. Yeah, I just got addicted recently. <laughs> that was a big yeah. college thing, dipping. That was a huge thing in college. I know a lot of guys who dip. Cowboy time. Oof. That stuff would make you buzz like a light bulb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, get you close to sickness. But this stuff? <laughs> yeah, there was a fine line between feeling that and also feeling a little stick, sick in your tummy. This stuff? I don't know. I guess it's for kids, maybe? <laughs> it is for kids. Z-Y-N. <laughs> so Zen, Zen, right? That's strange of a tobacco company to make a product for kids. Did you know that they raised the age in Florida to buy tobacco to 21? Losers, man. <laughs> uh, there's an article about the Florida housing boom coming to an end. So, like, I guess it's supposed to be an article where saying, oh, Florida's in the, like, the, the housing uh, prices have stopped to increase. Florida must be in a recession. Like, Florida was going up like year on year, 28% for a couple of years in, in the price of houses. Like basically a house that was 300,000 was 400,000 than 500,000. I don't know. Everything got really expensive and now it's not getting as much as expensive as it was anymore. So it must be Ron DeSantis's fault. Does that make sense? We have to blame our leaders <laughs> for any inconvenience that we but have. That's good. You don't want the housing prices to go up anymore. No, you don't. Well, some people do, right? I guess. I, I don't know. The people who wrote that article do. Yeah, I'm waiting the for the end. stop. The stop of the climb. The plateau. And the downward plummet. And then I'll be returning to the great state of Florida as a property buyer at the time where everything's collapsing. Maybe, uh, maybe some type of uh, apocalyptic scenario then I'll be able to get my Florida studio up and running. <laughs> Live down <clears throat> back in Margaritaville. Yeah. Well, one day that's, I'm going to just, I'm just going to kidnap you and bring you okay. back. 
All to right. Home state. Um, at some point, I'm just gonna the great send return. Assad. I'm gonna send the Assad to come down and pull you out of that basement, and basically drop you out of a chopper, have you parachute down into the sandy beaches of South Florida or Jack's Beach. Uh, the repatriotizing of Elion Gonzalez. <laughs> Revisited. <laughs> the native son has. I, I think that's that's how you should put your face in that, you know, that iconic picture of like the uh, the SWAT guy coming in with the gun pointed at him and his, whoever <laughs> was holding him. He's like, yeah. And you just Photoshop your face over that. And that's our episode. Yeah, that's the kid uh, card. <laughs> okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> or we call the episode forced relocation, you know. <laughs> uh I found another article on how AI might uh end us. Oh, there's uh, been a lot of talk about AI and um I, I think um uh, we've been slacking on not um just having episodes written in full script format. Just just throw it through the AI they can do our job. The AI generators. Yeah. Now, for for that, uh, like like John Oliver's show could so, easily be written by by AI. I don't know if you ever seen because, that show, but it, because there's so many of them, right? Or because they're searchable for the machine, we would have to feed the machine. We'd have to have our own it, it already knows it already knows already what knows. the essence of garbage juice is it already understands what the feeling of that episode should be better yeah. than we know ourselves and we're the creators the all-knowing eye in the internet sky uh, did did we did i talk to you about learn to sweep i don't know if i did sweep but yeah learn to sweep so there was a thought Sweeping. that the manual the manual jobs would go away, like truck driving and like janitorial work, like the 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 hard, the blue collar work would be going away due to automation. But the yeah. fact is that most actually what's happening is that most of the white collar work is going away, like your basic marketing job, your basic bookkeeping, like your your basic office job. Yeah, like your wage your wagey, you know, in a cubicle. Yeah, that's going away. And even like low level coders, things like that. So there's this hashtag a while back that that was like hashtag learn to code. Cause it was like, oh, they kind of, you know, everyone's like, they took our jobs, da, 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 you know? And so there's this hashtag learn to code, but actually it should be hashtag learn to sweep because the, the basic jobs that you could do in an office are no longer going to be there for people to, to suck on, let's say. So they're going to have to get on their hands and knees and start, you know, Get yes. in the dirt, let's say. Yeah, the detritus of the machines <laughs> that rule us will need someone to wipe their ass, essentially, uh, metaphorically, you could say, sweeping the flo the factory basins and the, mm -hmm. the deep mm -hmm. down, as they say on Silo. Um, what is this? Silo? I can't wait. I can't wait. It's the most boring show <laughs> you'll ever watch about a should Science i watch it fiction twist yes yeah we can talk about it is it boring or good they do this thing where like the first episode is really intriguing right 
So check it out. Definitely check it out because we we keep watching. No spoilers. Is it the I same guess. quality as Severance? It. I guess it has a similar effect. Like yes, because I thought Severance was very good. Yeah, you get kind of a same kind of feeling of like um, some type of futuristic prison setting that we're all mm. barreling towards. All right, well, it, that's it the recommendation kinda, for it, today, huh? Well, actually, what I'm about to go tune into next, season premiere, The Righteous Gemstones, baby. Just dropped Ooh. tonight, I think. So Danny McBride returns um, for uh, what I can only imagine is going to be my newest fave ongoing current show. Current show, Rex, by the Garbage Juice yeah, Podcast. First, first episode is tonight. Return of the Righteous Gemstones. Doing American Christian Protestantism the right way. Just showing it in its natural habitat. Uh, all of the uh, good times and shenanigans that a wealthy, God-fearing, well-to-do family and lineage. Uh, multiple generations there. All getting into it. A great show to watch with Dad tonight. Of all nights, especially Happy Father's Day to to all, all right, of Dad, our listeners. I'm coming down. I'm coming down to the man cave, and we're gonna watch uh, Righteous Gemstones. Well, you see, You're I gonna got, man cave that place up, right? I got, yeah, the, so TV. got the TV. I got what this, is that contraption next to it? Um, it's just on some cinder blocks and boards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right there. See, and in that box. <laughs> PlayStation 4, baby. Yes, nice. sir. Gonna set that up. Gonna game nice. down here all fucking day. <laughs> See how far I can reach around here. You got the hottest, uh you got the hottest in new video games. Yeah. Dads only need that. <laughs> and um, yeah, um, again, we're we're down here several miles below the the uh <laughs> surface of law so this is basically open water so anything is legal down here got plenty of room to hold a poker game i know that um thought about doing that that's nice yeah some kind of you know we get a lot of the maybe like the mayor will come through here and some some actual mob members and um i'll be able to tip off a gangster that could then rob him i'd be like oh shit i don't know anything but i can get your money back 20 20 on the dollar and then i'll just i'll create my own crime mafia family right finally be able to live back on the surface again <laughs> uh but uh, until then i'm gonna enjoy this space here because it is pretty tight uh it really is and it's like sorry babe i can't watch silo with you because i got a i got a lot of work to do down there i got Ooh. a lot of a lot of work in the studio and she's got the spare bedroom because it's two bedrooms so she, her office right. is in that one you got a guest bed you got a guest bed in there it's well it's two bedroom one bath right so it's just you guys you guys yeah. each have your own room or you, you guys yep. like share a room that's right we're doing separate <laughs> <laughs> we are uh just like uh my mentor mike pence um <laughs> vice president michael pence <laughs> him and uh, his wife sleep in different rooms 
he had a thing. He had a thing where I think like they said that they slept in separate beds or something, which uh, I mean, it's funny. That could just be religious practice, you know? Yeah, it's funny. But like also, you know, is your, is your partner snoring a lot? You know, maybe you want the separate bed. But uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of work and it's just like just finally like becoming a little easier. It's still a lot of shit to do. Well, we, we don't want to let our juice boys down. We, we know we got people out there that depend on us and rely upon us. And really, this is as much therapy for us as we hope it is for people who really need us out there. And, you know, despite things getting busy on both our ends, we always find the time to come back together for the Juice Network, the Juice Boys. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts. I'm just happy we were able to get the show back on the road. And now that we have the AI to generate our, our show scripts for us. We're going to be able to put these out on a much more regular basis. Um, I might actually find someone else to read my lines in certain opportunities. I know there's some voiceover artists in uh, Hyderabad in Israel, in, uh, in India that I can get to read some of my lines and come on uh, to the show. So yeah, you, I can outsource. I, I think most of this moving, moving forward. Uh, hopefully the artist Noah Khan will be able to drop some <laughs> drop some bars as um, the widely known Jewish Post Malone, Jewish Malone, or however he described himself to the audience, to the screaming fan base. And well, good for him. I mean, you you can't be mad at a guy, even though he sold probably his soul for achieving a Live Nation tour. But they're getting the bag. Yeah, they're getting that. You get that bag, young Jewish boy. You go out there, you get that bag like you're born for. This is Toxic Tony and ATL. <laughs> Big Dick Bruce. Keep, keep it sleazy. The 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 uh, disgusting brothers once again. <laughs> On your radio. <laughs> That's that. Oh, this that's is the, the secession uh, characters, right? I mentioned that before. They call themselves the Disgusting Brothers. It's just great nickname, great duo. That's awesome. Great duo title. All right, man. I'm uh, I'm gonna go to sleep, but this was really good. I thought it was obviously it took us time to get going, but yeah. I thought there were great parts of that episode. We got good um, stuff going, man. Like always, always. Fucking, you're you're my you're my wingman. You're my Tom Cruise, but I, but I'm also Tom Cruise. <laughs> so I'm I'm the I'm the Maverick to your Maverick. Fuck yeah. Get, and and big dick money getters. Season uh, episode ten, later season two, guaranteed fifteen percent more rap. Seventh season two, part two, part 15, two, part two, fifteen, fifteen to twenty five percent more rap. Yeah, good, good show.
Since I can't remember, I've been working these holes and it better.